Hello and welcome to Property Money Trees, Maximising Property Values, the once a month show where I break down the steps of how to recognise, enhance and then extract the values in property in order to create wealth. Would you like to find out how you can benefit from the steps of maximising property values? This is even if you don't own a property yet or have a deposit. If that's a yes, then you're in the right place to find out. My name is Patricia Ogunfaber, and although many know me for my work as a solicitor, on this show, you will be getting the benefit of my 30 plus years worth of experience of maximising property values, experience which has given me a net worth in millions. So who might benefit from listening to this show? Literally anyone with an interest in creating property wealth. Welcome back. So I've had the last three podcasts really for the people who perhaps didn't have very much money but wanted to get into property, wanted to start a property business, but just didn't have the money that they thought they needed in order to do so. So the one uh, which was for last month was uh, 1st of July, that was all about buying agents, how people could start a buying agents business for as little as a thousand pounds. The one before that, 1st of June, was all about sourcing agents and how people could start a sourcing agents business for as little as a thousand pounds. And then the one before that was all about rent to rent. So rent to rent, you'd need a little bit more than a thousand pounds because you'd need to pay the rent, you'd need to pay the deposit, but you wouldn't need as much as you otherwise would need in order to buy a property. Now, what am I going to be talking about today? I am going to be talking about assisted sales. Now, you've listen to the podcasts, you might have come onto my workshops, you might have gone on to somebody else's course, but you know how to maximise property values. You know how to recognise value in property. So if that's you, but you've you've looked at you know what you can get you've looked at your finances you've spoken to friends and family you've literally done your research and you've not left any stone unturned however you still don't have enough money to do what you know you need to do in order to make serious money from the properties that you are recognising and identifying as being ideal for you to maximise the values in those properties and to begin to exploit them. So what can you do? If you've got some money, so it's you're going to need more than a thousand pounds, you can get into assisted sales. Now, before I go any further, I'm going to just be completely transparent with this and just say, you know, the people who this would suit the most, if they don't have you know, very much money, are going to be people in the trades. So if you're a carpenter, you're a plasterer, you're a builder, you can actually do 
a lot of the work that's going to be required without having to pay someone. This would suit you the best. So what does assisted sales mean? So you're looking at a property, let's say, on the market and you recognise the value in that property. You know what you can do to enhance the value in the property, but you haven't got the money to buy it. Because if you buy it, you need to pay a deposit. If you're doing it for business purposes, which is in the main what we're talking about here, you're going to need at least a 20% deposit. You're going to have to pay your solicitor's fees. You're going to have to pay your stamp duty. And you're going, so many costs associated with buying. However, there is another way that you can still make money from that property. And that is where you go, you go talk to the person who owns the property, who's got it on the market to sell, but the property isn't selling and you offer them a deal. Again, it's all down to negotiation. How good a negotiator are you? What do they actually want? How long has the property been on the market? Because if it's only been on the market for, let's say, a month or two, they'll probably laugh you out, out of the door. But if it's been on the market for, let's say, seven, eight, nine, ten months, or even a year or longer, then they might actually listen to you. So which properties are actually ideal for this assisted sales? They're the ones where you know that value is literally hiding in that property, but it needs a little bit of spending to actually bring it out, to make it show. So maybe it needs, you know, a new kitchen, a new bathroom, a complete refurb. It needs, you know, staging, possibly even, depending on how far you might want to go, maybe a small extension, maybe a loft extension, you know, whatever it is, will depend on how much money you actually have to put into the project. So if you find a vendor who is happy to go down this road with you, then you can set out your plans and tell them what you intend to do, how much it's going to cost. And you then tell them how much you think it will sell for once all the works are done. So Let's assume the property is on the market for £100,000. You intend to do works to it for, let's say, £50,000. And then, so that's a total of £150,000. But you know that that property is going to sell for £250,000 minimum. They're the sort of properties that assisted sales would really be ideal for. So, you go, you talk to the vendor, you talk to the vendor being the seller, um, you talk to the seller of the property and you put your figures to them. So you are looking at an uplift of around £100,000. So what you need to agree with the seller is how this £100,000 is going to be split. So firstly, you take 
the £50,000 that you've spent, that is the first thing that comes out. Well, after the mortgage has been paid, assuming that there's a mortgage on the property. Then, once all the costs are out, you've got the profit, which in the example would be £100,000. So the property is worth a hundred, or it's on the market for a hundred, let's say it's worth a hundred. Um, you spend 50, that takes it to 150. It sells for, let's say, 250. The profit there is £100,000. Now, before you do anything at all, you need to agree with the seller how any profit is going to be split between yourself and the seller. Now, some people might go for a 50-50, some people might go for a 60-40, but like I said, it's all down to negotiations. So if the property has been on the market for, let's say, a year at £100,000, clearly it's not worth £100,000. So you might say to the vendor, do you know, I'll give you credit for £100,000, but we're going to split the profits on a 60-40 basis, 60 to me and 40 to you, vendor. Or you might say to the vendor, um, your property has been on the market for a year. It's listed at £100,000. It's clearly not worth £100,000. I think it's worth £80,000. These are my reasons for thinking it's worth £80,000. So you provide comparables. You might even be able to provide a desktop valuation, you know, for um, the seller to see or, you know, something else really to let the seller know that you're not just trying to pull a fast one. And there is actually a reason and a basis for you saying that the property is only worth £80,000. So, if you say, right, I'll give you credit for £80,000, I'm going to spend £50,000, that takes you up to £130,000, but we know we're going to make, on a sale, once all the works have been done, £250,000, and that profit of £120,000, we are going to share on a 50-50 basis. Now, those of you who are very good with numbers would have realised that your position is actually the same in both scenarios. So on the 60-40, you get £60,000. On the 50-50, with the value of the property being dropped down to 80, you still get £60,000. So the, you need to just be aware of all the variables that will make a difference at the very end. So let's assume that you have gone to the seller. I, I, sorry that I'm into I'm interchanging the phrase seller and vendor, but it actually just means the same thing. So you've got the um, seller to agree to your proposal and you want to start work. Can you start work immediately? Yes, you can. Should you start work immediately? Absolutely not. The first thing that you want to do is get the agreements that you've got with the um, with the seller in writing. Get a binding contract. Get the seller to sign the contract. In addition, honestly, this will be worth your while. Go find yourself a solicitor who will draft a, a 
power of sale in your favour and who will also register your interest in the property at the land registry. Now, all of these things would need to be agreed to by the seller. And if it's done properly, your solicitor should actually ask that the seller go and take independent legal advice. Now, once all of that's been done, you are home and dry. You can then start the works because you will not lose your money. So the reason for the power of sale in your favour is once the works are done, the seller might decide that actually they don't want to sell any more, but your money is tied up in there. Now, a power of sale will be drafted in such a way that you will be allowed to sell that property. You'll have the legal powers to sell that property if for any reason the seller decides to start to drag their feet because they don't want to do it because they are actually enjoying living in that property. And what your power of sale strip, your agreement should also do, and all of this should be registered, is it will also give you the right to claim interest stroke additional sums if the seller says they no longer want to sell because it could take you a while to get a court order saying yes, uh, especially if the seller decides to challenge your power of sale. Um, so it could take a while for the courts to actually sort things out. But in the meantime, you're not losing any money. Now, you know, most assisted sales will not go down this road, but you just never know. And what you want to do is protect your back to make sure that you're not going to be losing any money. So there you are in the example that I've given, you could maybe be spending £50,000 and doubling your money, more than doubling your money. How long is it going to take for you to do um, all of the works? How long is it going to take for the property to sell? You could have doubled your money within six months. Now imagine doing two of these a year. You've got, let's say, as in the example, £50,000. And this £50,000, if we use the example that I've given, the £50,000 can actually make you £120,000 a year. Now, how good is that? So assisted sales are, they're actually the same thing as flips only that you don't own the property. Now, if you were going to flip this property, you'd buy it, let's say for 80,000 pounds, you'd pay solicitor's fees, you'd pay stamp duty, you'd pay um, land registry fees, you'd do all of that. Then you'd start to do the works, then you'd complete the works. You might also actually have a mortgage. In fact, you would have a mortgage, wouldn't you? You'd, you'd probably have a bridge. Now, bridging, uh, it, well, it can be expensive. So you've got all the interest to pay. You've got the arrangement fees to pay, you know, maybe 1.5% of the loan up front. And then you might have exit fees to pay as well. And that's not to talk about all the interest in the interim. And then when you finish the works, you might decide to flip it immediately or 
if you're going to if you think the bridge is too expensive what some people do is they might remortgage it onto another product even though they really shouldn't do that but you know they might do and if they do again there's another lot of arrangement fees to pay and interest albeit lower than what you'd pay on the bridge but with a flip you'd actually own all of the profit in that property so that could be you know a hundred thousand pounds or a hundred and twenty thousand pounds um and if you're going to sell it might be difficult for you to sell within six months of you buying it um, because of what the council for mortgage lenders have agreed that they won't lend most of them the high street ones anyway they won't lend on properties um sorry they will lend on properties that were bought within six months, but they will not lend any more than what it was bought for within the last six months. So you're in it to make money. So let's say you buy it for £80,000. You're not going to be wanting you know, your buyer's valuation to come through at £80,000. So that is the six month rule. But if you wait six months from the date when you actually bought it then they're happy to kind of like lend on you know the current value of that property so in the main you have to wait about six months if you're going to flip but with assisted sales you don't because this person has actually owned that property for quite a while quite often you'd find that properties that you know are suitable for assisted sales have been in the seller's ownership for at least 10 years so you know you're not going to have the problem of you know the six month rule because legally it's a seller who's actually selling the property but your document your agreement that your solicitor would have drafted for you will mean that any solicitor that is instructed in the sale will safeguard your interest your your share of the profit and the monies that you actually put into the assisted sales project so there you are that is assisted sales so you will still need some money it doesn't have to be fifty thousand pounds it could be depending on the skills that you have it could be as little as ten thousand pounds it could be as little as twenty thousand pounds it really really just depends on the property and it depends on how much profit you are looking to make from each project that you actually get involved in. So um, again, with assisted sales, you don't need all the things that you would need for um, um, if you were, say, like a buying agent or if you were a um, sourcing agent, because an assisted sale is it's a form of a joint venture so you and the seller are coming together in order to make money from the seller's property and it really is so straightforward but obviously if you're going to be doing works on somebody else's house you wouldn't want to skimp on insuring the works insuring what you're doing just to make sure that you uh, if anything were to go wrong and things do go wrong that you've got insurance to actually cover you so there we are assisted sales and next month i'm going to be looking into joint ventures going to try and do a little bit of a deep dive into joint ventures um, just to let people kind of like understand what can be done because again with joint ventures you can go into one with less money than you 
otherwise would need if you were going to buy a property on your own. Now, all of these ways are ways in which you can actually make lots of money from property and you also can begin to create generational wealth and or financial freedom. Thank you for joining me today and I hope that at the very least you have found the talk thought-provoking. If you enjoyed the show please do subscribe. In any event please do rate and review the episode because it would be great to read your feedback. Thank you very much and hopefully see you next month.